today we are going to talk about how to approach our life from a place of abundance instead of scarcity by tapping into the emotions that we all have access to. Welcome to Find the Magic, the podcast that will help you honor yourself, your children, and your partner. We are going to give you tips and strategies to create peace and authenticity within your family. This is Felicia Allen. I am a social media marketer, writer, and a mom to three boys, ages four, two, and one. And I'm Tara Lynn Griffin, an English professor turned stay-at-home mom to four kids, ages 10, eight, five, and two. We inhale a ridiculous amount of books and life tools and distill the information for you, our awesome listeners. Let's find the magic together. Okay, I'm going to start us out with our facepalm today. And my facepalm is that um, I have not been... So you guys all know it, that Carolyn and I both love to read and listen to books and research stuff. And I have been not feeling like doing that at all lately. <laughs> so my facepalm is that I've been letting you guys down in the research department. And if you follow me on Instagram, you'll notice because I usually share everything I'm reading. And I've just been like silent but I'm gonna turn it into a high five <laughs> just gonna s- reframe it <laughs> into a high five because I think my brain's just been a little tired and it doesn't need any new information right now it can't absorb it anyways <laughs> so I'm turning it into a high five but I'm sorry I haven't been bringing to the table any good stuff <laughs> you're just listening to yourself <laughs> listening like to it. my inner voice want to bring anything to social media anytime so <laughs> Everyone's like, tell Charlene to post for us, for our sake, for our listeners. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I'm pondering. It's only been six months, you know, <laughs> seven months since we started. Anyways, True. okay, well, I might show up on social media. Yeah. Anyway, okay, well, my high five is dun, dun, la, <sighs> sleep has returned in our home. Yes. And it's only been three days, so, you know, I, I can't say it's been, like, a long time. But my last week's, if anybody heard my facepalm last week, was that my two-year-old has decided that just sleep at night isn't, like, a cool thing anymore. <laughs> but what's happened is we've just now put him in with his sisters, and he's loving it. So I don't know if that's a good long-term solution or not, but all I really care is that everybody, all my <laughs> children are sleeping through the night, which means they're not as cranky during the day and all is well. Like this morning, for the first time in many a week, I actually woke up like half an hour before my alarm went off and I was like, oh, yes. yes. Real sleep. <laughs> yes. Yes. Anyway. So, I love that. Yeah. <clears throat> that's my high five. Sleep. Good sleep always deserves 10 high fives. I mean, It really does. It changes so, everything. It really does. <laughs> Anyway, I'm reading, we're going to talk about it another time, but I'm reading Thrive right now by uh, Adriana or Adriana? I think it's Ariana. Ariana, not even the right, <laughs> right? name. <laughs> yeah, you're probably I right. I know it's Huffington. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but wow, sleep, sleep I think deserves a whole nother ep- a whole episode. It does. We'll about do the it. benefits of sleep. Okay, so first of all, before we start, I just wanted to thank everybody who rates and reviews us on iTunes. It means so much to us. And Felicia and I read them like over and over. 
We keep a list of all your questions that you put on our reviews and thank you for sharing them with your friends. And also there's a few of you who on Anchor applaud us. Like you actually push the applaud button. It's very satisfying. It's very satisfying. <laughs> like I get these little notifications. It's like she applauded Clapping. you. Yeah. So anyway, so those of you who out there who do that, I just want you to know, I know your name and I think you're awesome. Yes. Um, anyway, so I just want to thank you guys because you guys are just such awesome listeners and I'm quite overwhelmed with how kind you are and... Your reviews are so nice, and I'm just really grateful. Okay, so today we're going to talk about a concept that was a game changer for me. Maybe, I mean, I've been introduced to the concept like over the last few decades, really. But, um, but the way we're going to present it today really helped me kind of free myself in a lot of ways from outward circumstances. So it's the concept that we have the ability to tap in to emotions regardless of our outward circumstance okay so you know like the first person who inspired me with this concept was I was in sixth grade my teacher had us memorize a quote by Viktor Frankl who anybody who hasn't read Man's Search for Meaning which is his book it's life-changing and I mean this guy he was in a concentration camp in World War II and in the end he, he actually comes to the conclusion that no matter what's happening on the outside of us, we still have the ability to choose what happens on the inside of us. And just that concept alone is mind-blowing. I mean, just letting that simmer down, I mean, like settle in is mm-hmm. fantastic. But so again, I, I know that concept is there and the concept itself is mind-blowing, but how do we actually like apply that concept? So today we're going to talk about like if you're looking at our life, something that we're wa- specifically something that we're wanting in our life. If we can do this little exercise, kind of tap into what we want to feel, it, oh, it's so awesome. And it actually increases our, I think it increases our ability and our chances of actually getting the things that we're wanting in our life. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about some really common things that people want in their life. Like when you talk about, when you ask people or ask yourself this right now, if you could like choose one thing that you're really wanting right now, for a lot of people it's a certain amount of money or financial freedom or um, you know, having a certain amount of passive income. So there's that financial section. There's what about your relationships? Think about something you're wanting in your relationships. Maybe it's you're wanting more trust in your marriage or you're wanting um, more connection. Perhaps you're wanting more intimacy, whatever it is, relationships. Now think of maybe just your family life in general. What about your kids? What In your kids, what are you like, oh, I just want my kids to like, do their homework, or mm-hmm. I just want my kids to do their chores. So as I'm saying these, I want you guys to be thinking in your minds, what for you, t- kind of tap into what, if you could just say what you want right now, what is it that you're really wanting? Okay, what about your actual things in your life? Is it you want a more organized house? Is it that you want less things because you're feeling (laughs) bogged down by your things? Is it that you're wanting Marie Kondo in your home right now, Mm -hmm. (laughs) helping you tidy up? You know, like what is it that you're wanting having to do with your things? Is it wanting a car? Like for some people, there's like the certain car that you're really wanting. That's like Mm -hmm. for you, it feels like you really want it. Whatever, just tap into that feeling of something that you want. And then just choose that one thing and we're gonna talk about it. So hold that thing in your mind and... What, what you do is you take that thing that you're wanting, that you think, ah, oh, like if I just had this thing or this accomplishment or, you know, this salary or whatever it is, whatever the thing is, then you ask yourself why. And we've, we've touched on this before, but 
if you can ask yourself why, why do I want this thing? And then if you have a notebook or if you're probably in a place where you might not have a notebook right now, this is worthy of doing in your miracle morning. Yeah, if you have some morning time, totally. It only takes like five minutes. So worth it. Getting out a journal. It's way more effective when I do this, when I write it down. You actually write down. So why do I want this? And then you'll get an answer, but then you can't stop there. You have to keep asking yourself that. So why do I want that? Mm-hmm. And you write down the answer. Okay. Why do I want that thing? And you write down the answer until you get to a feeling. Okay. So pretty much the reason why we want everything in life is because we want a feeling. Mm-hmm. We think it's going to give us some kind of feeling, happiness, joy, peace, freedom, uh, any of those kind of feelings. It usually comes down to one of those mm-hmm. and there's a lot more. I just named a few of the positive feelings, but um, it usually comes down to that. And then this is where it gets awesome guys. You take that feeling and you actually set aside an amount of time. Give yourself two minutes, five minutes, 20 minutes, 20 minutes is like my favorite, but you know, whatever amount of minutes you want to give it. And you just feel that feeling. You tap into that feeling. So it can be, it can be imagining having the thing you want that helps you tap into it. But what this does guys, is it, first of all, it gives you, it make it, you almost like take in your own power. Like you realize, wait, that's already in me. I can create that. I can thing. feel it just by thinking about a thing mm-hmm. and feelings, feelings don't care what's happening on the outside of us. It only like it feels good whether something's happening on the outside or not. So you tap into it, you feel it. It's almost like I picture it like you're like stoking a fire. You're like, mm-hmm. you know, like blowing on it with some bellows, maybe throwing some kindling in, and you're just like, I like let it take over me. Like, feel it inside of me. I feel this feeling. Okay, imagine feeling this feeling of joy like right here. It's like right behind my heart, and I picture it just getting bigger and bigger until pretty soon you're like vibrating with the feeling. It feels so good. Um. And I mean, some people, you know, look at it as you're like a tuning fork. And have you ever like, if you like make one tuning fork, if you're holding two tuning forks in your hand and you make one start vibrating, the other one starts to. Mm -hmm. So there is actually like some cool um, quantum physics with emotion that there is like the likelihood of you getting the thing that you're wanting does actually go up Mm -hmm. when you're kind of like tuning into that vibration. Mm -hmm. Um, but more than that, cause this isn't just a, like, this is how to manifest everything you want mm-hmm. in your life, which there is some cool stuff with mm-hmm. that, but that isn't necessarily what we're, uh, saying here. The freedom that comes is that, yes, your chances of your hour circumstances being better go up when you can mm-hmm. tap into the positive things on mm-hmm. the inside of you. But more than that, there are times when we do not have control of our hour oh. circumstances. Cause if you plug this little, um, practice into, Lots, a lot of times it has to do with other people that you can't control at all. Mm-hmm. And the beautiful thing is, even if the outward circumstance doesn't change, you're still coming at it, coming at that problem, coming at that goal, coming at that whatever you're working on. You're coming at it from a place of abundance instead of a place of scarcity. And what I found in my own life, when I work on something from a place of abundance, first of all, I enjoy it a lot more. Second of all, I can think way more clearly because my actually reasoning mind and my intuition is active instead of when I'm coming out of something from a place of scarcity and fear, my, my ability to trust my own intuition goes down and my reason mind kind of starts shutting down too. And I can start going into fight or flight. Like I'm just so desperate for this. I'm going to do anything I can to get it. And it feels desperate. And I usually have a lot for one, my chances of actually achieving that goal 
or improving that relationship goes down coming from that standpoint. But second of all, then I'm not showing not up satisfying in either. my life mm-hmm. for other people and for myself in a good mm-hmm. place. It's actually yeah. just kind of miserable in general. Yeah. So it's super, super powerful. I like that exercise because also we're going to talk about this later, but if you are, you do that and you're thinking and you're feeling and you're questioning why, and you come to something that's not a positive emotion, then you can look at, does that mean that I really don't need, want, should do that yes. thing X or want that? You can consider letting it go. Yeah. You can consider freeing it from your mind. <laughs> yes. In fact, I hate to go back to, well, I don't hate to. I'm going to go back <laughs> to the book Thrive mm-hmm. by Huffington. <laughs> um, A. Huffington. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she said one great way to finish a project sometimes is by not even starting it. Checking mm-hmm. it off your list of, I thought I really wanted mm-hmm. to be, you know, organize this huge thing. But when I asked myself why, it was just because I wanted to impress other people and it has nothing to do with actually my personal want. Something that's the yeah. core of myself. Totally. So I can just let it go. She like checked off learning German. She's like, I had it on my list for like seven, for a long time. She <laughs> finally, I just said, oh, I'm, I'm just going to not, gonna gonna not do that. Do that. <laughs> Check. <laughs> Check it off. Anyway, yeah. So that is a huge benefit of doing this exercise is when you get to the why it may not actually be a why that's even worth it for you um so a couple cool things to think about so this concept again is old 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 not centuries i'm talking like thousands of years a lot of the great uh authors philosophers spiritual leaders have kind of shared this concept and so i'm just going to share two different people rumi who's one of my favorite poets he says there is yeah if you ever just want a little refreshment in your life read some Rumi. but um he says there's a basket of fresh bread on your head yet you go door to door asking for crusts knock on the inner door no other and then he actually gives all these other metaphors you know like you're walking through a river but you're begging for other people's um like this you're, you're walking through this like river of fresh water and you're like begging for other people's bags of water mm-hmm. the concept is we because of who we are because of the nature of us as humans because for me i believe that it's the divinity inside of us mm-hmm. we have the ability to tap into something that has nothing to do with other people it's already inside of us so yeah. when we're looking for other people when we're looking at for other people for approval or whatever it's like looking for food that doesn't actually satisfy us and Mm -hmm. we have it inside of us all along. So it's just kind of tapping into that and it is suffering. Mm -hmm. Also in the new Testament, uh, in Galatians 5.22, it says the fruit of the spirit is love, peace. I'm going to skip through and say some of the words that we talked about before. Love, joy, peace, goodness, meekness, temperance. And Ephesians 5.9 says the fruit of the spirit is all goodness and righteousness and truth. So in like the Christian, which is our religion. So in Christianity, obviously for me, it's tapping into Christ, tapping into God for whatever religion you are. It's the same thing. You're tapping Mm -hmm. into your God. If you don't believe in a God, it's tapping in to the inside of you. Either way, you're tapping into something Mm -hmm. awesome, awesome, awesome. And I could, I actually have like a lot of other, I mean, I have a lot of other cool scriptures. There's Vedic scriptures, that say the same thing. It's just like this beautiful concept that we have the capacity to tap in. There's like this spring. To the energy. 
Yeah. It's a spring that, that we're tapping everything. To. We're all connected. Yes. It yeah. is so amazing, guys. So it's so liberating. <laughs> and um, I'm really excited to like walk through some specific examples with you guys. All right. We're going to take a little break and we'll be back with some more details on how you can tap in. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so we're gonna give you a few examples because I feel like examples are how you understand a concept. Um, of, I'm gonna give you two examples of times where I've used this exercise for something that I really wanted. The first one is an organized house. I think that's a really common thing for men and women, but particularly uh, there's a lot of women out there who feel like they're just slaves to their house mm-hmm. <laughs> and to their things, right? Mm-hmm. So I, my natural tendency is... I like I'm a very sentimental person and so I hold on to things. Felicia is my inspiration in this. <laughs> she, she she just is I amazing. Just, just getting rid of stuff <laughs> and I aspire to be like her. But sometimes it's not good though. <laughs> anyway, but as I've gotten older, I feel and had more kids who have more things, it's just started bogging me down. So like I'm like a wannabe minimalist now. <laughs> and wannabe is like the best term. But um anyway, so for me and Marie Kondo, actually in her book, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, she recommends doing this specific exercise. And when I did it, it came down to why do I want to have an organized house? You know, I probably answered the question, I don't know, six, seven, eight times. Um, the feeling that I wanted in the end was I want freedom. I want to feel more free than I feel right now. And knowing that, but then, then, but when we take it this next step, the feeling of tapping into that freedom, when I did this, guys, when I did this exercise, it was amazing because I did realize that inside of me, I am not my things. When mm-hmm. I spent a few minutes feeling the freedom, I felt it in my house before I'd even done anything. Yep. And so the amazing thing about that is I actually, it actually gave me tons of motivation to go and do the things that I did in the, the way that she said to do like my closet it's mm-hmm. been three years now and I still have an organized closet mm-hmm. which is amazing I can't say it's happened with everything in my house but yeah. the things that I you know what I mean like it it's stuck on those yeah. things which has been amazing but the thing I love about it is I can actually because I remember how that felt I can go into those that feeling anytime I want mm-hmm. and again it motivates me to actually organize my house and it allows me though to still feel it even when I don't have a perfectly organized mm-hmm. house. You know what I'm saying? It's and I think what's cool about it is, so if you, so if you look at it from, so say a lot of us feel, or we want our kids to not fight or to be well behaved or whatever the things are that everyone wants our kids to get good grades, all of those things. So if we, we look at all of those things and think why we get down to a feeling, we do this exercise um, I think whatever it is, you realize that those outside 
things, the end results, I mean, we've talked about this before, but if you specifically look at your kids, like they aren't you. You can be over here feeling happy and with joy and with contentment and with peace, um, all the things that you probably want from those outward circumstances and realize, but even if my kids are fighting, I still have that peace Mm -hmm. inside Mm -hmm. me and it doesn't affect that. Mm -hmm. It's already there. I totally agree. And you're showing up for your kids in Mm -hmm. a way better way when you're coming from that. And we know, okay, so Felicia, as you were talking, I realized that I love it when we have these concepts that really come back to like the core principles that we always go back to. Mm -hmm. One of them, think about it when we're talking about our kids, how, and I mean, research has proved that like punishment doesn't do long term. Mm -hmm. It doesn't change behavior in the long term. Punishment changes behavior in the short term. Right. So we can motivate ourselves by scarcity, fear, and desperation mm-hmm. for a short time. Mm-hmm. We can be like, I hate this. It's so bad. And you can like plow through and organize a closet or whatever mm-hmm. it is that you're trying to do. But long term, it is not going to motivate you. But love and freedom and tapping into the positive things, those are long term things. So it's actually, we're actually just treating ourselves like we've been talking about for months now treating our kids right it's like the same concept but like on a really deeper level which i really love so there's a quote that i've had my kids so we memorize a lot of um poetry quotes whatever and one of the ones that i memorized with my kids is by mahatma gandhi and the quote is power is of two kinds one is obtained by the fear of punishment and the other by acts of love power based on love is a thousand times more effective and permanent than the one derived from fear of punishment so like this is actually I didn't realize this until you were talking, Felicia, but like, this is what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. We're literally motivating, we're taking time and deliberately motivating ourselves with love instead of fear of punishment. Because mm-hmm. so many of the things that we want in life can come from a place of fear. You totally. Know? You think something bad's going to happen if you don't do this. This thing's going to fail if you don't figure that out. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. So we're just like taking the time to deliberately put our minds in a place where we can come at it from a place of love. Mm-hmm. So I like, I don't know, I love that concept that we're just parenting ourselves on mm-hmm. a really deeper level. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now I'm going to go a little deeper. I mean, organized house is easy to talk about because it's not like super emotional generally. But what about with things that we want that have to do with other people who we love a lot? So for example, uh, my husband has been for the past long time been having like really stressful overwhelming things that has to do with his work and as a wife it's been really hard for me because I want him to be happy and I want him to be enjoying his life and I felt like you know he's he's had a lot on his plate and it's been a lot of pressure on him and I find myself sometimes going like into the pit with him Mm-hmm. but it doesn't help him because when I just go into the pit and I'm sad myself, then I show up to him and I'm actually not as patient and I come across as less understanding. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Totally. And so when I do this exercise, so this applies to anybody in your life. I mean, you can apply this to your kids when they're not happy. You can apply to, I mean, anything, anytime you have somebody else in your life who, if you could just wave a magic wand and change something for them, you would. Mm-hmm. I think we all have, somebody in our life who at one point in time or other, there's some, somebody who would want to just wave a magic wand to make them happy. Right. Mm-hmm. When I did this exercise with him, cause I think, cause my original thought, our instinct, maybe not our instinct, but like my first go-to was, well, if he's having a hard time, then I should be having a hard time. Right. 
Yep. Like, cause that's empathy. That's I'm with him. We're in it. We're on a team. But then when I, I realized that then I was just not capable of doing all my things. So when I did this exercise with him, what it came down to, I want to feel connected in our relationship and I wanted to feel joy. I thought if he wasn't overwhelmed with work, if I could make wave my magic wand and make work easier on him, then I would feel joy and connectedness. Mm-hmm. So, so you're putting your happiness on dependent him. on his yeah. happiness. Mm-hmm. So then if you go in and actually take, so when I went in and actually took the time, first of all, I'm amazed joy is one of those things that we can tap into at any time. Like I know that for sure. There is, there's invitations for joy all around us mm-hmm. if we let them in. So you tap into that and I could feel it in my body. But then the connectedness specifically, you're wondering, well, that has to do, that actually is with your husband. So how do you even do that? What I found though is connectedness, and we've, we've touched on this before, but I can feel connected to him even while he's overwhelmed, mm-hmm. right? Even though I can't change his work circumstances and there are even tasks where I was like, can I do this task for you? And he's like, no, like I got, I have yeah. to do it. Mm-hmm. So I can't take that from him. But I can, instead of withdrawing and feeling alienated or unconnected or whatever, I can still choose to say, I am going to still be here connected with you Mm -hmm. during it. But that doesn't mean that I have to like go into fight or flight myself. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And the cool thing about coming at it from that point, once, once I could tap into that, and when I'm saying I'm acting like this, like a one-time thing, this is something that I do on a regular basis. Mm Um, but it changes me from a scarcity, like poor us situation to, okay, so now I'm actually can come at it from a place of inspiration. What can I actually do to help him? Mm -hmm. Right. And there's some things that have come to my mind. Like Mm -hmm. I can do this thing in the morning that will help him have like, for example, like I'll make him a green smoothie in the morning. So he has something with energy going into his day and you can actually, cause I'm not saying that this means when we apply this to other people in our life, this doesn't mean like. Your happiness is your own job, so forget everybody else. Mm-hmm. It's not that. Yeah. It's when you when you are responsible for your own happiness, you can actually do things that can contribute to the happiness of others because you love them mm-hmm. and because you're coming at a place of inspiration and you can follow through with those things because that's what you know, that's part of being in a relationship is you're doing things that you do hope is going to contribute to the happiness mm-hmm. of the person that you love. But you also know that you're not dependent on that thing yeah. that's going to make them happy and then therefore the it'll chain. make you happy. And then therefore, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not that you're, mm-hmm. you actually can give it unconditionally. You can give it with a sense of I'm giving this mm-hmm. with no requirement in return. Totally. And that's what love is. I totally. Think. That's what love is. Anyway. Yep. So, so you can apply that to any like difficult situation with other people in your own life. And mm-hmm. honestly, what I found also is with work, work changes and projects get done businesses that you start aren't always startups you know what I mean and it's quite a beautiful thing that that's how the seasons of our lives go and you can actually tap into joy throughout the whole thing when you do this regularly exactly and thinking about like those seasons and stages of your life uh, I think all the time our our personal capabilities and our desires are changing depending on what season we're in Um, maybe we just had a new baby or our husband has a particularly hard time at work or is there a lot so we don't have as much time whatever it is I we're in a world where we see everybody doing all the things it feels like everybody's kids are 
dressed perfectly and their houses are so nice and they're making all this delicious food. But I love this um, same, a similar process. So we just wanted to talk about it here at the end, a similar process um, to tapping into the feeling and how it can help you distill what is actually important in your stage of life. Mm -hmm. So I think for all of us, it's really helpful to be in touch with um, what we're feeling, good or bad, through meditation, journaling, <clears throat> those sort of things. Even if I take the time to write out new affirmations, I can see what is really important to me in that time. Yes. So all those things we talk about with um, a morning routine, but specifically with this tapping into the feeling. So when you start feeling that you're in that pressure cooker to achieve and be doing everything and be successful in all the areas of life, I really like you can feel that, that anxious, like, I'm not doing everything that I should be doing. And here's all the things that I, in quotes, want to do or quotes should be doing. So you have this big list and I like to take all those things, whatever it is. So say it's making dinner every night, keeping my house clean, um, working out. I should be starting a side business. I should. Be, so take all the things. And then look at in that season. So I would say it's probably every two to three months that, you know, things kind of change. Kids are doing new stuff. Husband's doing new stuff, whatever you want to do new stuff. And ask yourself why, why this thing? So, um, so let's say a side business. So I'm asking myself, why am I doing this? And then when I start to like write about it, list it out, think about it, I like to write it because for me it, it's more of a cathartic process that I can get out mm -hmm. all my feelings. But if you just want to think about it, that works too. But when I'm writing it out, am I doing it to impress someone else? Am I doing this, want to do this thing because I have to? So that makes me think of like your house being kept a certain way. I have, like I have to keep my house this way because you know, you have subconscious thing about how your mom or your grandma did it, whatever it is. And if you feel that feeling of <coughs> having to, instead of choosing to, you feel trapped. Exactly. Which is unfortunate. Yeah. Are you doing it to fit in with social norms? You know, everybody's kids are in soccer and piano and ballet. So my kids have to be in all those things. Um, so, I, and then I like to keep inquiring until I can distill all the way down. Um, and only, and we talked about this in our third or fourth episode about essentials uh -huh. but you're only keeping those things that are really stoking that inner fire where you're feeling that i'm gonna feel joy peace contentment if i do this thing um and so i i feel like a big stage in life when this is helpful is when i have a new baby and Carolyn has talked about this with having her fourth kid but sometimes you're in a season where you have to just let a lot of things go. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> and newborn newborn I don't know. Some people don't some people some are people able to like that. maintain everything. But like yeah. for me it's literally every single thing yeah. that's not absolutely essential yeah. gets chopped off. Totally. For and a I feel while. that in pregnancy cuz you're just sick or tired or feeling really heavy and you're not you know <laughs> all the things cuz you need way more sleep than normal. Way more sleep. <laughs> that's like a so whatever it is, use, I love using this process to get to that feeling and stoke that feeling for something you want to achieve, but to also to 
distill down your life to what do I actually really want? And I love, there's some quote that is basically, um, we, at the end of our life, we're not going to look back and be like, I wish I worked more or I wish I cleaned my house more. So I love this process because I feel like it distills to the core of, so even if it is like something to do with work, why am I doing that? And if you can get it down to Mm -hmm. the core of, I want to help this person or I want to provide jobs for these people or Mm -hmm. whatever. So whatever it is, I feel like it really distills down to life essentials that at the end of your life, you're not going to look back and be like, why did I waste so much time like mopping my floor? Mm-hmm. Or whatever the thing is, maybe mm-hmm. some of your floor, but you go. Mm-hmm. Or it could be, I see now the value of mopping my floor because it, you know, I contributes that. to this peaceful mm-hmm. feeling in my home for my kids. Either way, whether you're doing it or not, it's the getting to your own why that gives you that power. Exactly. And I love that you said that about work. And as you were talking, I realized, I think there's a lot of people out there who struggle specifically with like body issues. Mm-hmm. This applies so well to body issues food specifically like if you're wanting to be like I want to be a certain weight or I want to look like this mm-hmm. again going back to the fear of punishment versus coming at it from a love standpoint I mean there is a lot of research out there about diets that don't work right you know yep. what I mean like you just do them out of fear and mm-hmm. then it just it's just like a yo-yo back yep. and forth because fear motivation simply doesn't last yep so again if you go through this this exercise but with the concept of health, if you find out that your why is because you want to look like somebody on a magazine, mm-hmm. it might that might be more out of fear than out of love, and it might not last. Yeah. But if you can get to a why that's like because I want to feel love, joy, because I love who I am, I want to mm-hmm. be healthy, and I want to experience this life, or mm-hmm. whatever your why is. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying if you can do this exercise with your body, I think it is so it's actually something that can last for a long time and also frees you from being a slave Mm -hmm. to it as well when you realize you can tap Mm -hmm. you can tap into that feeling whether you weigh what you want to weigh or not that feeling is there yep already yep it's like totally liberating anyway so just there's another aspect of your life you can apply it to Mm -hmm. all right guys well thanks for going down this rabbit hole with us we felt really inspired to talk about this this week All right, let's find the magic. (coughs) Me, 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 me. (laughs) Brown cows.